Good morning from Skift. For daily updates in your inbox, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at skift.com/daily. Brought to you by Hot Seat, a new memoir from Jeff Immelt, the former CEO of General Electric. Raw, honest, intimate. Hot Seat is that and more as Immelt recounts what it's like to be a leader in times of crisis. Buy your copy of Hot Seat today wherever books are sold. It's Thursday, April 1st in New York City. And now here's what you need to know about the business of travel today. Nashville is one city that has bet big on development and diversity to help speed up its travel recovery after the pandemic, and it's starting to pay off. The destination has witnessed tornadoes, a violent protest, a bombing, and most recently floods, all enough to send any major city's visitor economy crumbling. But with one of the highest demands for hotel rooms in the US pre-COVID, Nashville remains optimistic about the future of its tourism industry, writes global tourism reporter Lebowit Lily Girma. Music City has even started to rebound, which appears linked to a rapidly advancing vaccination rollout, plus COVID fatigue meets spring fever. Butch Spearden, CEO of the Nashville Convention and Visitors Corporation, said starting in March, we've seen every weekend increased demand week over week, so we're doing pretty well. Spearden said that Nashville is aiming to bring conventions back in June and that the city's vaccine uptake is cause for optimism. Next up, we have the latest in Skift research. The team has been closely tracking how Americans traveled every month since January 2020. There's no better way to capture top-line travel trends to see just how deep the pandemic has impacted the industry and how quick it will recover. Who traveled during the pandemic year? How did they book travel? Where did they stay? How did they get to their destinations? Our research team answers these questions about U.S. travelers in the latest Pandemic Travel 2020 U.S. Traveler Deep Dive Report. In this report, you can find traveler demographics, personal travel deep dive, including travel companions with highlights of solo travelers and traveling with kids, Vice President of Research Heisha Wang explains. This also includes data on payment responsibilities, accommodation types, booking methods, and loyal memberships and guest satisfactions. Finally, flush with cash and optimistic for the future, U.S. airlines have begun paying back some of the loans they received from the federal government through the CARES Act during the deaths of the COVID-19 crisis. American Airlines went first, with a rare debt prepayment press release declaring its $550 million CARES Act loan repaid on March 24th. Sun Country Airlines followed a day later, announcing the prepayment of its own $45 million loan, writes Airlines reporter Edward Russell. The U.S. Treasury Department did not just get taxpayers' money back from American and Sun Country. A new analysis from Cowan & Company shows the government made a roughly 21% annualized return on its loan and warrants to American, beating most major stock indices in returns over the past year. American paid the Treasury Department $10.8 million in interest on the loan, according to Cowan. However, the balance is paper returns that assume the government exercised its warrants in the airline and sold the stock at market prices on March 30th, something it did not do. Selling the equity stake then would have netted the Treasury another $106 million in proceeds. For more travel stories and deep dives into the latest trends, head to skiff.com. For more insight into the business of travel, subscribe to the Skift Daily newsletter at skift.com daily.
Spoken Layer.